in this culture, it's like I have worked places where I have been molested and, you know, and it's just like I'm wearing scrubs. It's like, you know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what go, can I wear that what, I won't? What else yeah. do you want from me? Welcome to Grounded. I'm Steve Hartland, Senior Pastor at Cornerstone Community Church right here in Joppa, Maryland. And our topic today is modesty. So this is going to be a great topic to talk about, but I have a guest with me today. Her name is Taylor Wallace. Say hi, Taylor. Hello. Great to have you, Taylor. How long have we known each other now? I'm thinking seven years. Seven is this or right? eight. How long have you guys been married? Eight. Years? Eight, so yeah. so eight we, or maybe ten. Yeah, maybe 10 at this point. Wow, that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. That's a long time. So Taylor's usually here mm-hmm. in our in our room here to, to set up lighting and stuff, and she did help with that today. But she's actually in the podcast today. Her husband is always here. He's Jason. <laughs> he's on staff. He's one of our pastors. He wears a lot of hats, and he's mm-hmm. right off camera there. So yes, he is. Hi, Jason. <laughs> nice to see you. So uh, they're married. They have three boys. We love those boys. Mm-hmm. We get them in our house sometimes. My wife mm-hmm. babysits once in a while, and it's a pleasure. But all right. Yeah. You so ready? I'm so ready. The topic. Oh, we should also note. Mm-hmm. Put this however you want it, but sure, sure. This is not a debate. No, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. I, I doubt if we even differ on much of anything. But yeah. I don't know. We haven't explored this yet. We'll We're find about out. to. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is not a debate or anything. This is like more like Taylor's more like the moderator. She keeps the yep. conversation going. She's got a bunch of questions. I do, and uh, I've got hopefully some answers. So we'll that's see. how we're jumping into this thing. So mm-hmm. if you don't mind, sure. I'm going to ask myself the first question. Ask is yourself. That all right? Yeah, go on. The first question I'm asking me is, <laughs> so what is modesty? We're going to talk sure. about it for a Let's podcast. Start it. So, Define so our terms. what is the thing? And I thought about that and pretty quickly arrived at this. I think even need to talk about that because everybody knows what modesty is Mm, pretty mm -hmm. much. I think they know. But just in case somebody doesn't, here are a few verses that help us. So uh, the one I really like is the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthian church. He's in chapter Mm -hmm. 12. He's talking about the body of Christ and many Mm -hmm. members and how they relate to each other and how they they treat each other. And then he drops this little general principle Mm -hmm. about modesty. It's really helpful. We could just about read this verse and say, end the podcast. Let's go home. All right. So here it is. Our unpresentable parts Mm -hmm. are treated with greater modesty. Hmm. Our unpresentable parts. This is what your mama told you. Child, those are your private parts. Mm -hmm. You don't go showing them to people. Well, your mama's right. There are what Paul calls unpresentable. So you don't present them to anybody. They're Mm -hmm. not, they're not to be seen out there in the world. Not for public. They're private. They're unpresentable Mm -hmm. parts. And what do we do with those? We treat them with greater modesty. Mm-hmm. So greater means other parts of the body get modesty. Yep, yep. The unpresentable parts get greater modesty. Like we don't mm-hmm. only cover like you know, <laughs> the, the bare little bit of unpresentable part. We cover more than that, but we give greater modesty to those mm-hmm. parts. So what is modesty? It is discretion to recognize which parts get what degree of modesty. How's that? That's great. That's a little Steve Hartland definition that that like just it. happened here. We see the same idea, same general idea mm-hmm. way back in the garden, Genesis chapter 3. Yeah, yeah. Our first mm-hmm. parents fell, and after they fell, what do they do? They have this innate sense, uh-oh, something's wrong mm-hmm. here. I need mm-hmm. covering. And they make yeah. themselves some little clothes out of fig leaves. Mm-hmm. The Lord comes along and says, nice, dry, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> I will make you some clothing. And he makes them clothing. Now, what's interesting to me, Taylor, mm-hmm. is that 
they are husband and wife. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they are the only people on the planet. <laughs> There's nobody else looking. And yet they needed covering yep, for normal right. life, for daily life. Mm-hmm. You don't, this is why a husband and wife generally, like unless you're in, in a nudist camp or something, <laughs> husband and wife generally don't sit around in the buff at home, right? Yeah, yeah. For a bunch of reasons. One is probably just not comfortable. Yeah. But uh, also uh, just to pick one reason out is that that might not be the messaging you want to give to each other all the time. And that mm-hmm. might not be the vision you want to put in his or her eyes all the time. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. modesty at home. All right. Yeah. So also one more passage, please. This one plays into the discussion a lot. Uh, Paul to Timothy. Timothy is in Ephesus, the great church in Ephesus. First Timothy 2.9, Paul writes, likewise, he just said the man ought to do certain things. Now, likewise, mm-hmm. not the same list of things, but no. likewise, as I address the men, I'm going to address the women. Mm-hmm. Likewise, also, that the women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel. Yeah. So, Child, if you wear that out the door, ain't nobody going to respect you. All right, mm-hmm. that, so mamas know that, right? Mm-hmm. There ought to be it ought to yeah. be respectable. People will look at you and respect you. And then the next word, with modesty yeah. and self control, with modesty. Now, I want to hurry up and say that in the context, modesty certainly applies to, and is maybe more focused on modesty, like not. Showing off your wealth, yeah, yeah. not showing off your beauty, mm-hmm. not showing off all your jewelry and your fineries and so on. Yeah, so you yeah. want to be modest in that. You tone that down. Mm-hmm. But the word modesty is bigger than that. So mm-hmm. it also means toning down. Well, maybe you think you're beautiful. Maybe you think you're amazing. Maybe mm-hmm. you think you have a great body. Mm-hmm. Let's tone that down because yeah. not everybody needs to be seeing all that. Just mm-hmm. like they don't all need to be seeing you parade your wealth. You mm-hmm. don't parade your body. All right. So yeah. so that's modesty. That's the topic. That's my little, let's set the stage here. And um, all right. What do you want to talk about? Well, yeah. Like I think that this topic can be emotional for both men and women. Uh, I think men have run into some of the like um, emotionality uh, around either uh, women responding to them, commenting on modesty or Mm. something like that. And then for women, it can feel um, pretty just emotional, close to home for some reason. Why do you think that is? Or how would you explain that? Yeah. And see, I wouldn't have even known that last part unless you told me. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I've go. heard it before, but unless somebody <laughs> had told me, I wouldn't have known that, that yeah, it, to be yeah. an emotional thing for a woman. So mm-hmm. uh, the fact that what was the term you used, that it's a challenging topic or yeah, it's a, emotional, an emotional. All right. Yeah. So, so I would not have been very aware of that if some people kind of recently hadn't brought that to my attention. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, here I'm not trying to play the old guy card, <laughs> but look, I've been around for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been a believer for what? 49 years or somewhere in there. And I've been involved in ministry or training for ministry for 48 years. So uh, it's been a long time. And all down through that time in my life, in my world, you could mention modesty and it was no problem. Mm-hmm. You could preach on modesty and everybody went, amen. Thank you, brother. Thanks for preaching on that. Mm-hmm. And I did a number of times just here and there. It wasn't yeah, that constant yeah, yeah. theme where I'd hear somebody else preach on modesty. There's what they'd say. That's what I'd say when I would preach on it. It was all good mm-hmm. until now. Yeah. Has anything changed? Yeah, that's something has obviously <laughs> changed. So I want to talk about what changed. But I realize now that talking about modesty is a different thing than mm-hmm. it used to be and uh, wonder why. Well, I'm going to suggest here's what's changed. Tell me. Tell me what uh, you think. The main one is more feminism mm-hmm. in the world. So I think that's like 
Feminism has views on modesty, oh, very yeah. strong views, and you can't, it's the air we breathe, it's the water we're swimming in. You can't mm-hmm. help but getting like some of that in you oh, yeah. in this day, in this culture. So, And even to be deceived a little bit by it and to think, no, that almost sounds right. That's convincing. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Something I got to guard against. And maybe you're listening to a Christian teacher and they're tinged with it mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. maybe they come out of a background of it. They haven't gained more discernment yet. Might be one reason, by the way, yeah. why the Bible says, let the older women teach the younger women. I know. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Like if you want to know about <laughs> modesty, go talk to those older women because mm-hmm. they've probably been at this longer. But anyway, oh, yeah. so there's a lot of feminine. And here are some of the things that feminism says. And I'm not saying I've never met any Christian who says this kind of stuff. But I wondered, is this seeping in a little Mm -hmm. bit? All right. Mm -hmm. Let me just pause and say, for people of our church, Cornerstone Community Church, Joplin, Maryland, who are listening to this, we had this little discussion before. (laughs) And um, I asked Taylor what she thought. Here's here's what my thought is. When I look around our church, I hardly ever, if ever— yeah. I never notice anybody or anything that I think, ooh, that, that isn't quite right. Yeah. So in my opinion, I'm we're not doing this because we have a problem in our church. Yeah. I don't think we do. No. Do you? No, I think it's good. I think the women dress honorably and represent Christ the bride well. Yeah. So maybe important we clarify that. Yeah. So I'm not trying to say our church has all this feminism coming. Exactly. Not not at all, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. here's what's going on out there. So mm-hmm. so there are people who are saying, there are women who are saying, Well, this is my body, I can dress any way I want. Mm-hmm. So that's in our culture. Shameless. Yes, there that's a good word. There are women <laughs> who say these are my clothes and men oppressive patriarchal men (laughs) must not be allowed to have any influence over Mm -hmm. my clothing choices Mm -hmm. or they're oppressing me. So that's Mm -hmm. in our culture. We got to keep men out of a women's business, Mm -hmm. keep men out of a women's clothing Mm -hmm. clothing choices. And then this one, and this one I think does come into our churches more. Mm, And this one is um, that one thing, when we're considering modesty, what is Mm -hmm. modest and what isn't all that, one thing that must not, must absolutely not enter into the conversation, must not enter the into the equation, mm-hmm. must not be allowed on the table, yeah, yeah. is that we can't give any consideration in this to how our dress might affect men. Okay. That is yeah. now off the table. Mm-hmm. So for my entire mm-hmm. Christian yeah, life, yeah. and I can look back in church history and see mm-hmm. places where that was very much on the table. Oh, yeah. One of the things was, you ought, one of the things, not the whole thing, one yeah. of the things was you ought to be modest because if you're not, it has this effect on men. Mm-hmm. And right now it's like, you can't say, you can't mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. So uh, that spills over into the church. I think that one is seeping into the church a little bit. Um, the thing now is like, all right, if a man is going to lust at me, that's completely his problem. Yeah. Which basically a little later I'm going to agree to. Like that's <laughs> on him, right? <laughs> yeah, right. However, you can have contributing mm-hmm. factors here that, yeah. that make the situation worse. So, all right. We're communicating with our clothes, right? Yes. Yeah, very yeah. good. We We're communicate with, with our clothes. clothes. Sometimes we communicate the wrong thing. That's really good. There's a message coming out, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's like the heavens declare the glory. There's a message coming yeah. out. My clothing has a message coming out. Yeah. And there are messages you want to give and there are messages you don't want to give. Sometimes right? inten- unintentionally yes. give. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe this is what I'm comfortable in. But Okay, wear it when you're home. Yep, exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. Don't wear it out. So, so that's one thing. Um, another thing that's in feminism in our day that um, – oh, that's several things. And here's another one. There's this idea of equality. Now, I've never run into this before because mm-hmm. equality, egalitarianism, equity has not been such a big, huge thing as it is right it's now. A thing. But in the past, so in my case, it's 48 years, plus looking back in church history and others I've heard, um, you can address the women about modesty. Mm-hmm. 
and it's all fine. Nobody mm-hmm. says anything. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Thank you, Pastor. That helped. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you have to address the men equally. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say a little bit later, I do think men ought to give attention to modesty. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll come to that maybe. But um, it's all right to address just the women. Paul yeah. addresses exactly just the women. So we'll see that later. Maybe one more thing that spills over into this, Taylor, mm-hmm. is um, – this whole idea of uh, rape culture, you familiar with that? Let me yeah, read. Yeah. This is a wiki. I'm reading right out, right out of wiki, so it must be right, right? <laughs> so, quote, rape culture is a term that was coined by feminists mm, in the United okay. States in the 1970s. It was designed to show the ways in which society blamed victims of sexual assault mm. and normalized mm. sexual violence. Well, okay. and, all right, I'm all for that. Let's let's not blame the victims yeah, no of way. sexual assault. Let's not normalize sexual violence. I'm all mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, blame the man. Amen. Yes. It's the man's fault. He's an evil man. He's an abominable man. I'm all for that. And, and the rape came out of his heart. I'm all yes. for that. Listen to Jesus on that note. It came out of his heart. Yeah. Mark 7, 20 yeah. and following. Mm-hmm. And he, Jesus said, what comes out of a mm-hmm. person yes. is what defiles him. It came out of him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. All these yeah. things come from within and they defile a person. Well, amen to that, right? Yeah, yep, so, that's right. So I'm all for he's the culprit. Yeah. He's the bad guy. But here's what happens yeah. now. This spills over into the topic of mm-hmm. how a woman dresses and you I can't know. put anything on the like how this might affect the man yeah it's only got to be like internal to the woman the man's responsible for his response i can wear whatever i want and he ought to control himself yeah all right but those are two separate issues there i I don't think i don't think anybody is actually trying to say this will lead to this inevitably and there is no culpability in it but that's just they're two separate issues perfect they are Mm -hmm. and that's okay to keep them separate yes all right. So another thing that I think is in the air in our days that doesn't yeah, yeah. help. I hope we're, we're spending too long on this. It's, it's my okay. fault. It's okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> it's, it's this thing of, that I'm going to call rebranding. Mm. What does that mean? What, mm. do, what do we do? What do we Christians do? What do pastors do? What do churches do with the parts of the faith that are really not popular in our day? Mm-hmm. That people in yeah. the culture out there will not like these parts. And one mm-hmm. approach to that is, well, let's rebrand them. Let's mm. avoid confrontation. Okay. Like let's uh, agree with opposing views as much as we mm, can. Mm-hmm, Let's yeah. rebrand the faith to look like what resonates with them. Mm-hmm. So they say, okay, Christianity isn't so bad. It's not what yeah. I thought it was, but yeah. sometimes we're giving away the baby with the bathwater there. Mm-hmm. So there's there's rebranding going on. Sometimes with modesty, it's rebranded. It's like mm-hmm. we can't just say women need to be modest. <laughs> We have to say, well, but men are at fault too, and but this and but mm-hmm. that. I mean, mm-hmm. When you're all done it, the modesty doesn't mean much anymore. Yeah, yeah. So there's so there's rebranding, and there's rebranding by some Christians, by some evangelical leaders mm-hmm. on a number of different fronts, oh, yes. on a number of different topics. But there's rebranding on this topic, I think. So so I think that's what's happening. That's what's changed. Okay. That's yeah. why I run a whole new day for a pastor like me to stand up and preach about modesty. Yeah. And uh, you get different responses in our for day. Sure. I think it's due to, in part, maybe feminism and rebranding in the church. I'm yeah. expected to rebrand modesty in such a mm-hmm. way that anyone in the culture would say, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. Well, we were meant to stand out, right? We're not meant to conform to the world. Yeah. So yeah. it's gonna there's gonna be some edges that they don't like. Amen to that. Yep. All um, right. What do you got? Well, yeah, I've got another question for you. Um, so yeah, why should women dress modestly? 
Like, mm-hmm. can you tell me more about that? And what do we see? Um, because again, in scripture, uh, as you referenced earlier, specifically in First uh, Timothy 2, it talks about um, kind of more of like a status uh, modesty. Um, why also should we, um, yeah, be both sexually modest as well? Thank you. Yeah. So again, I want to go back to First Timothy 2, and I'm sure, glad you did. So the word modesty there, mm-hmm. he is using specifically about what you just said, status, modesty, sure, yeah, don't show yeah. off your wealth, don't yeah. show off your beauty, don't impress, and there's the poor people over there, and yeah, exactly. you know, not, not the greatest clothes and all that. But mm-hmm. the word itself has a much broader meaning than that. Mm-hmm. It just means basically, put it in modern language, don't strut your stuff. Okay. Whatever yeah. stuff it is, it might be your yeah. riches and wealth, it might be okay. your opulence, but it might also be your physique and your beauty and all that. Sure, don't, yeah. don't strut that stuff. Okay. So modesty means I, I temper mm. how I show things mm. to the world. Yeah. So uh, so why? Why is it important that we talk about it? Mm. Why? What was your question? Why are yeah. women to dress modestly? Especially sexually, yeah. All right, so I have some reasons. Please yeah. go on. Tell thought me. about this, so I'm ready for this. So reason number one, mm-hmm. I like this one. All right. It's going to sound a little cheeky, but think yeah, about it. It's yeah. not cheeky because God says so. Good. I do what he says. Yes. That's always a great answer for the child of God. <laughs> that's all I need, really. I don't have to understand why yeah. beyond just he said so. Obey. That's his word, trust and obey and all that. Yeah. So where does he say so? Well, he says in Genesis chapter 3, there are parts you're supposed to cover. Well, he covered yeah. Adam and Eve. They were supposed to have some parts yeah. covered. He says in the uh, the opening verse that I read, you're supposed to have some of those parts. They're mm-hmm. uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter yeah. 14. There's our less presentable parts, and we show them greater modesty. Yeah. And he expected all people everywhere to resonate with that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. know that. Everybody yeah. knows that. So in part because yeah. God says so. Uh, but let me go to a second reason why women ought to be dressed modestly. It's because... By the way, just don't make it one reason. Don't have like one, well, this has to be the reason. Yeah. This yeah. is the real. That's a that's a univariate solution to a multivariate problem, all right? so Not good logical arguments. No, not good. There are a lot of reasons for a lot of things <laughs> in life. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of reasons for why, why a woman ought to be modest. Here's the second reason. Mm-hmm. Because Christian women should dress with what the Bible calls discretion. Yeah, yeah. This is Proverbs eleven twenty two. Let me read it to you. There's humor in this verse. Good, good. It's kind of cheeky itself. Mm-hmm. Like a gold ring mm, yes, in a pig's funny. snout. So picture that. Picture mm-hmm. a pig. There's pigs over in my son's mud. farm. I can see the pigs. <laughs> uh-huh. Picture a pig. When I was a kid, we used to ride pigs. Ugh. So picture <laughs> a pig. And then it's got, there's a pig. It's all muddy. And, and it's got a gold ring, mm. gold in its nose. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman. She truly is beautiful, mm-hmm. but without discretion. She mm. lacks discretion. Yeah. Well, what does she lack discretion about? It might be a lot of things, but one of them certainly is the way she presents her beauty, the mm-hmm. way she flaunts her beauty, the way she's proud of her beauty, the way she wants to show she wants attention yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she lacks discretion. And the guy says she's putting herself in the, do you know this term? The porcine. There's no, bovine, there's equine, there's canine, there's porcine. That's the pig. Ah, uh, right? porcine. Right. She's putting it. herself in the porcine <laughs> category. Mm. Um, this uh, word discretion, here's what somebody wrote about it. The virtue praised here is what modern English speakers would call good taste. This is a person's awareness of what is appropriate, respectable, well-mannered, dignified. A woman with discretion in this case is one who acts sensibly and is not crude, offensive, or tacky. So why— Could I say classy? 
Oh, I like that. How about like lady? Does yeah, that work? Those, those are all okay. good. Write them down. Those are really oh, good. Gosh. Right. So why should women be be modest? Because God mm-hmm. says so, and mm-hmm. because women are supposed to dress with discretion. Yeah, yeah. And here's a third one. This one's kind of strong, but I'll just go right ahead. It's in the Bible. And that's because God in the Bible speaks critically of women dressing like a prostitute. That's his word, not mine. I didn't pick that. But there is such a thing as it, and God says, don't do it. Let's read the verse, Proverbs 7.10. And behold, the woman meets him. The whole whole proverb, the Mm -hmm. entire chapter, chapter 7, Mm -hmm. is about this fool who gets snared. Yeah, gets lured in, reeled in by her. Mm -hmm. And it says, and behold, the woman meets him dressed as a prostitute, wily Oh, man. Of heart. So there is such a thing as dressing in a way that other people would say, that looks like a prostitute. Mm-hmm. She's dressed like a prostitute. There's another thing your mama can say, honey, you're not going outside in that. You look like a prostitute. And then she could just quote Proverbs 7, 10. Yep. Let's memorize that together and all yeah. that. So, so what's wrong with looking like a prostitute? Well, God designed <laughs> you and clothing to yes. – attract a certain thing in a man, to elicit a certain thing from yeah. a man. And when you dress that away, you're you're giving that message. Yep. Communicating the wrong thing. Communicating the wrong thing. And you're probably going to receive the wrong kind of attention. Wrong attention. All yep. he wants you for now is that. that. Yep. I'm not implying rape here. I'm not no, saying no, that. No. Yeah. I'm not saying there's just direct. desiring. Right. Lusting. Let's he's going to say, hey, let's go out. And mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all he's interested in. So um, somebody wrote, if you get dressed in the wrong outfit and go out for the day, do you not realize that 100 men are going to devour you in their minds that yeah. day? Yeah. Yep. Yes. All right. So, so you true. Know, so I have don't. a story about that. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, I'm I get a drink while we oh, do. Gosh, go ahead. Please. Keep going. Oh, the drink man. can be on the show. <laughs> okay. So whenever I used to go to the gym pre-COVID, pre-kids. Going um, to the gym. That's a challenging yeah. time. Oh, man. But I would dress modestly. And you still have to wear workout clothes, but I would dress yeah. modestly, covering and all of that. And I, and I would sit there and pray. I'd pray for the men around me that they would view me as their sister. Wow. Yeah. That's I, because cool. I, I could see it in their eyes and they try yeah. to make those eyes at you. You know, you know the eyes. Yeah. And I just would be like, Lord, may they see me as a sister, as a daughter, as a mother. May they not see me that way. Yeah. But yeah, that's very cool. And yeah. you mentioned the gym. I've just in the oh, past the couple gym. weeks, I've had several guys <laughs> in our church talk to me about, man, when I go to the gym, yeah. one of them said, this is like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I just spent a lot of time bench pressing. I know, right? So looking straight up at the ceiling. <laughs> Working uh-huh. good here. But. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Dressed like a prostitute. Here's a, here's a fourth reason why women should uh, dress in modesty. It's because mm-hmm. of humility. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the humble heart. It's not like, I'm hot. I know I'm hot. I want them to know I'm hot. I yeah. want women to see that I'm hot. I want men to. No, no, no. It's like, yeah. all right, the Lord maybe gave me a very beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. very beautiful body, very beautiful self. Uh, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to take it out in modesty. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. need to show it off because it's between me and God. I'm humble about mm-hmm. this. Yes. So uh, rather than I want to be noticed, I want to be wanted by men, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I like the attention mm-hmm. that my Instagram photos are garnering. Yeah. No, no. Humility. It's Mm -hmm. about humility, lowliness of heart. Mm -hmm. But here's the one I really want to get to. Here's the reason why. Here's the here's the it's not the reason. Pardon me. No, no, no. One of the it's a big one, Steve. This is a big one. (laughs) When you're thinking of you're a Christian woman Mm -hmm. and there are Christian guys at the gym, well, or even the guys who aren't Christian, Christian, but you're especially thinking you're going to come to the church meal. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of Christian guys in that room, right? It's love. Yeah. So you know everything gets rooted in love, right? Uh, that's what we're supposed to do, right? First command, 
Love God. Second command. Love your neighbor love as your yourself. Neighbor. They're my neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to love them, and my love gets expressed in the way I dress. So, for example, yeah. yep. you guys, the Wallaces, you guys invite Debbie and me over for dinner. Yeah. Do I come over in my grungiest work clothes? <laughs> and they got mud on them and grease yeah. on them. And, yeah. you know, so I almost said they're ripped, but that's in style now. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh-huh. sit on my couch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. What I was gonna say. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I just, you know, I haven't shaved and my hair is a mess. Mm-hmm. And what, what is that? What's wrong with that? There is something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not showing you love. I said, well, I'm perfectly comfortable and I didn't feel like changing. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm dressing for me. Yeah. But yeah, I don't selfish. dress for me. It doesn't yeah. matter to me how I see me, right? Yeah, no. So I'm dressing for them. It's communication, yes. language. Yes, and for mm-hmm. their comfort and their blessing yeah. and their joy. And yeah. me greasy and hair messed up is not mm-hmm. what they want to see around their dinner table. So mm-hmm. it behooves me and how mm-hmm. I quaff myself, yeah. how I attire myself as well, to think mm-hmm. about them. Now, it's the same thing when it comes to modesty. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a second command issue. Mm-hmm. It's a love your neighbor as yourself issue. Can I give an example of how that would play out maybe in a female's uh, friendship with another female? Is cool. Would be knowing, so say that your friend really struggles with wanting to be in style, something like that, and you might have a really cute new stylish outfit. Maybe you don't wear it around when you're just going to go hang out with her hmm. because that's not a, it's a way to love her by not being like, look, I'm so cool and stylish. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Maybe she's struggling with a postpartum body image stuff like maybe that's hmm. happening. But it's just a way to love her and not uh, flaunt that you can be stylish <clears throat> when it might be sin for yeah. her. Or you have money for a new outfit. Or she doesn't. Exactly. All yes. of those things. Yeah. We want to be love. loving. Let's loving. read some verses about this. All Please, right. So here's yeah. one. Romans 13, 10. Mm-hmm. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Mm. So exactly mm. what you were just saying. Yeah. I won't wear that because it might harm her. Yeah, it might cause her to stumble. It might give her yeah. a hard time. Mm-hmm. might create sorrow, um, jealousy in her. Yeah, yeah. So if, if I'm doing something that's harming you, mm-hmm. love should stop me. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. we dress for them. Or Philippians chapter 2, do nothing. That includes getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. Man, I'll knock them dead in this. All right. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. I'm getting dressed for them. Now, this one, verse four let each of you look not only to his own interests. Mm. What do I want to wear? It's my body, it's my clothes. What am I comfortable in? No, that's not the thing. But when I get dressed, I'm to look to the interests of others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I wear, I'm to think about how will this affect them, whether they're. Whether I'm a guy and they're a guy or whether Mm -hmm. I'm a guy and they're a girl, I'm supposed to think about how will this affect them? And he goes on, Mm -hmm. have this mind Mm -hmm. among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, or which Mm -hmm. you also have in Christ. So Christ Mm -hmm. didn't look out for his own interests. He did what was good for the other. And when it comes to modesty, I think this is one of the big things we really Mm -hmm. need to think about. I dress for them. So let me give Mm -hmm. you a quote now from a book called, oh, I forget. Oh, the book is called Girl Talk. Okay. A pastor's wife, C.J. Mahaney, his oh, wife, Carolyn wonderful. Mahaney, yeah. she wrote this book called Girl Talk. She had three grown daughters, and they're yes. always talking about feminine things, and she and she's, gives an example in this thing. I heard of one girl who went shopping and really liked the shirt she was trying on, but then she thought, no, I can't do this to the guys. Mm. Mm. That's love. Yeah, it is. It's not legalism. This is love. We're talking about love, mm-hmm. not legalism, mm-hmm. right? As soon as you talk about modesty, people want to say, you're a legalist. That's mm-hmm. legalism. Mm-hmm. No, we're really talking about love, which doesn't mm-hmm. get much farther away from legalism you know, than is possible. Yes. 
Or here's another verse, 1 John 3, 17. Mm -hmm. So if you see your brother in need, well, he's in need of being able to work out at the gym without his eyes shut, (laughs) all right? He's in need of being able to come to the church supper, not having to glance away Mm -hmm. all the time, right? If you see your brother in need, but withhold your compassion from him, Mm -hmm. it's your problem. Mm-hmm. I can dress yeah. any way oh. I want, and that's on you. Mm-hmm. You have to. No, if you see your brother in need and withhold your compassion from him, how does God's love abide in you? Mm-hmm. So, if he needs to be able to come to church and worship mm-hmm. undistracted, mm-hmm. then somebody up front that he has to look at mm-hmm. and the worship team should not be dressed immodestly, where he's like, I can't even look up yeah, there because yeah. you know, look at the way mm-hmm. she's presenting herself. Yeah. Look at the stuff that she's showing. Not that that's happening at our church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Not, we don't have that problem. I don't think I've ever seen one example of that. No, me neither. I really but, thought hard. Can I think of anybody? And I, I can't. <laughs> I must be missing someone. Huh? I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> anyway. So here's another thing from Carolyn Mahaney's mm, Girl please. Talk book. Mm-hmm. This is a guy named Jack, and Jack is talking. This is an actual guy. She interviews some guys. Mm, here's what Jack great. said. The one place where I might think I wouldn't have to face as much temptation is at church. But mm. this is not always the case. When ladies whom I'm friends with dress immodestly, it definitely has a negative mm-hmm. effect on our friendship. Mm, when a woman yeah. dresses immodestly, it makes it difficult to see her as a sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. There's a constant battle going on as I'm talking to her. Mm. Communication becomes more difficult as I'm trying to listen to her because I'm trying to fight temptation the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's another verse. And that's just how he's made. Yeah, he it's is just made. just how he's made that way. Yeah. So here's something that might help. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really, really believe that the average woman, other people have said this, mm-hmm. average woman has no idea how difficult this is to be a 23-year-old guy all hopped up on high testosterone, (laughs) hormones are bubbling in there, and they have no idea what this is like. It's like if we could put a woman inside his body For one day, she'd be like, whoa, it's yeah. like if, if you've never been, and I haven't been, if you've never been in a supersonic aer- airplane going straight down, <laughs> yeah, right? No you way. go, whoa, <laughs> I had no idea. That's what it would be like. Yeah. And a lot of women just don't realize it. Here's I think a lot about it for my sons as they're growing up. I'm, I want them to have friend, girl, like friends who are girls who that they can respect and honor um, in their relationships with them. Yes. Hear their voice and their thoughts and their character, not just having to be like, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. You know, my poor boys. Yeah, amen. Your boys. Here's another great verse for this. Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burdens. See, I live in a community. Mm -hmm. I'm not just a little autonomous person here, right? Yeah. I live in a community. Mm -hmm. So I have community relationships and community Mm -hmm. obligations. Mm -hmm. Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. That guy has a burden. I'm to help him bear it. I don't mm-hmm. just say, sorry, your burden. Mm-hmm. And so fulfill the law of mm-hmm. Christ. And what is yes. the law of Christ? Love one another. Yeah. So I want you to picture this. Here's yeah. a guy carrying a burden. Mm-hmm. Big sack mm-hmm. over back here. Yep. Yep. And the burden this guy is carrying is really seriously struggling to rein in lust, lustful yeah. thoughts, mm-hmm. lustful looking. And he's mm-hmm. fighting it because he's a follower of Jesus Christ. But it's mm-hmm. hard and mm-hmm. it's a burden. And he says, so he's carrying this burden. And he says to a sister in Christ, can you help me carry this? Because yeah. it's heavy, man. And mm-hmm. she says, no. No. Yeah. It's on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You need to carry your own burden. Yeah. No. Where does the love of Christ dwell in that? Mm-hmm. So she's to say, sure, I'd be happy. How can mm-hmm. I help you carry yeah. carry that that burden? And but, I don't want to be seen. I, I don't want to communicate to somebody other than my husband 
my sexuality. I don't want to communicate that. So that's it's it's also them loving me saying, I don't want to see you that way. I don't want you to be like you to be communicating to me that so that we don't have that in our relationship. It's nice. It's free. It's so much freer. Brothers and sisters. That's what we are. It's beautiful. By Mm -hmm. the way. So one more reference here. Yeah, please. Um, Well, just I'll refer to a reference. (laughs) Just remember it it was Cain Mm. who said, am I my brother's keeper? Mm. Yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact of the matter is you are in the body of Christ. You are your brother's keeper. Yeah. You're responsible mm-hmm. to help them walk and follow mm-hmm. Christ. So yeah. love. See, mm-hmm. if I could only pick one thing, I'd root the whole thing. In love. In yeah, love. rooted in love. Yeah. yeah, rooted and grounded in love. It's all right there. Yeah. So, all right, what do you got? Okay, so since we're on love, let's just keep talking about it. Um, as as this plays out, um, how does this not say you're responsible for his lust? Uh. Because, yeah, because it can, it can. Uh, I think in our minds we uh, make a logical fallacy by saying, "So thus, I'm now responsible for his burden." Mm. So how does that? Yeah, just to talk about that. Give good. me words about that. Very good. So, <laughs> if if a woman dresses immodestly, or even if she doesn't, maybe, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right? yeah. If a woman dresses immodestly, we'll make it that. Mm-hmm. And a guy looks at her to lust for her in his heart, mm-hmm. and so he's already committed adultery. And yeah. The Lord condemns that. Mm-hmm. Um, is she the cause yeah. of his lust? No. Yeah. Right. It's Absolutely. Here, right? Yeah, it's out yeah. of the heart comes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. he's the one responsible. Mm-hmm. He's the cause. He'll answer to the Lord for that. It's mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. He has to fix it. So uh, absolutely no. Mm-hmm. But going back to love, mm-hmm. if she's immodestly dressed, she sure isn't helping. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, maybe in some way she is kind of contributing. Let me mm-hmm. let me illustrate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. I got this illustration from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So um, imagine uh, I don't know why you're in a hurry. You hop out of your car and and you you're going to run and you don't want your wallet in your pocket while you're running. So you throw sure. your you have a Costanza wallet. You sure, throw sure. you throw your yeah. wallet on the dashboard of your car. The window's down and there's a bunch of twenties. You can see them. They're sticking <laughs> oh, out of the edge of the wallet yeah. and it's there on your dashboard mm-hmm. and you go running. Okay. Okay. All right. And you come mm-hmm. back later. And what do you expect? The wallet <laughs> the is gone, gone, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, you know, the police, police apprehend the guy who stole your wallet. Yes, there was a yeah. camera. They okay. got him and they all that. Him. Here he is with your wallet. Um, mm-hmm. Who was at fault? The guy. The guy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to jail, no. right? But when you go to the court and the court sends him to jail, which it wouldn't do. Yeah, right yeah, now, no, but, no, but okay, well, the court you know, gives him a fine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Might the judge look at you and say, but by the way, Heartland – that a little dumb? That was really stupid. <laughs> yes, that's exactly yeah. right. That was really dumb. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, your stupidity, your lack mm-hmm. of awareness about mm-hmm. what might go on here mm-hmm. contributed to the yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get a fine. There's yeah. no fine for leaving your wallet on the dash, right? Yep. Free but, to do so. But it's not a very good idea. But it's wisdom, right? That's a it's wisdom, wisdom thing. Yeah. Well said. That is a wisdom thing. We're to walk with wisdom. So to be clear, um, Immodesty, what immodesty does to a mm-hmm. man is on the man. Yeah. It really is the man's fault. The man answers mm-hmm. for it. Yep. He is to control his own thing. But you can help him avoid temptations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help him. That's love. Help him. We'd do the same thing for somebody, an alcoholic, right? 
Good example. Yeah, we wouldn't be like, do you want to do you want a sniff of my bourbon? Do you want to yeah. sniff it? No, we don't want to do that. Yeah. We want to we want to say, oh, I I know that I'm not even going to drink tonight for you, like cool. because I'm around you. It's you out have of them love, over right? for dinner. You don't yep. put not even going to drink with them. Not on the table. Nope, We're having water. We're having water. Maybe some milk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's love. Yeah, it's love. Yeah. Um, are there any verses in scripture that talk about a woman's lack of modesty causing a man to sin? And I, I know you touched on one in Proverbs earlier, but anything else? that you want to talk about with that? Or? But so the one in in Proverbs wouldn't say his her immodesty caused him mm-hmm. to sin. Yeah, right? yeah. So we're not trying to establish a cause mm-hmm. here, but um, there are no verses. There are no, no verses okay. that say right. your immodesty may cause him to sin. Okay. There's no verses. Right. But there's a lot of things that there's no verses for, uh, right? Yes. So for example, uh, let me just give you a little example. So let's say you mm-hmm. live on a busy street Mm-hmm. And parking's a problem. Oh yeah. Whoever mm-hmm. the city planner was goofed. There's not enough space for all the cars, right? <laughs> okay. So there's cars parked in the street. When you get home from work, you can't even find a space. You just got home from work, and you just run in and grab something and come back out and go. Mm-hmm. So what you do is there's your neighbors, and right at the end of their driveway, there's nothing parked. Oh okay. So okay. you cross just... park at the end Ooh, of. Okay. I'll just run in, and when you come back out, there's your neighbor, and he is mad. <laughs> Because he needed to get out right then, and he couldn't. He's backing up. He almost hit your car. Oh gosh, His little yeah. backup camera okay. went beep, beep, and he realized, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. All right, so, and he's hot. Okay. All right, did you cause his anger? Well, no, his anger's on him. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, he yes. He could have responded to that. With, oh, I'll just yeah, wait. Yeah, I'll okay. be patient. Yeah, yeah hey, no man, don't do this again. You, yeah. Uh-huh. But were you dumb? <laughs> yeah, it's the same yeah. thing, right? It's a yeah. contributing factor. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. There's, so mm-hmm. with this, there's no verse that says... You know, you mm-hmm. will cause him mm-hmm. to, but you're certainly contributing. Yeah, uh, can you give us any like workable definitions for lust and how it might be different between men and women? Uh, Jesus kind of talked mostly to men, I think, probably talking about he lust. Did. I yeah. mean, he used a man in his example. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, yeah, help us work through that. Is it different in men and women? Yeah. So... This is going to be an exaggeration. It's okay. Go ahead. Maybe it's not an exaggeration. Any psychologist on the planet, I haven't interviewed them okay, all, okay. worth their salt <laughs> will tell you that men and women respond to, well, that men respond to things visually. Yep. Right? The visual, visual turns visual them stimuli. on, right? Yeah. And the woman responds to things relationally. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. like mm-hmm. you can't just take off your shirt and she all, is all of a sudden full of passion. Right? <laughs> it doesn't true. work that way. Yeah. Now, if she takes her, you know, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh-oh, let's go. Yes. But uh, it's different for men and women. Mm-hmm. And so we're not surprised when we find out that Jesus in Matthew 5, 27 and 28 says, you've heard that it was said mm-hmm. you should not commit adultery. But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman. So mm-hmm. we're talking about a man. Yeah, a man looking at a woman. He only mm-hmm. makes it a man. Look, he doesn't yeah. turn it around. Nope. See, egalitarians in our day would say, now, Jesus, you missed it. You should have mm-hmm. turned that around, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he doesn't turn that around. Yeah. Because we all know mm-hmm. the greater problem with visual responses mm-hmm. that are yeah. lustful is on the man's part. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that a woman can't yeah, do that. We have, a, we have a bell curve here. Yeah, We're talking yeah, about, course. okay, so yeah. on average, but but this is way more of a male problem. That's why I think mm-hmm. this is interesting. In Job, the book of Job 31 and verse 1, mm-hmm. Job tells us about that covenant he made with, uh, his, with eyes. his eyes. I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then mm-hmm. would I look upon, obviously I, with yeah. lustful intent, yeah. a, a maiden or a yeah, virgin or yeah, a young woman? Yeah. And it's interesting his wife does not hurry up to the screen and say, me too. Yeah, you're right. right? You're right. You're yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all to men because men have men have the greater problem. And mm-hmm. I think all people on the planet mm-hmm. have always known that mm-hmm. until right now, maybe. And I, yeah, well, I think also women do face 
more visual stimuli than ever before, uh, right? In men? Well, I was just going to say just in the world. I feel like porn is more available, all of that. And so I think maybe in a way they're being drawn into more of that, that sin and we can fight it the same way. That men do. Yes. Right? But you you, you so, brought up porn, and that's a good yeah. example of the difference between men and women. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know this by virtue of watching <laughs> the stuff, right? But yeah, I yeah, read yeah, about yeah. things. I mean, so, too. Right? Yeah. So what right. I read is that um, that men are six times. So first, mm-hmm. in the past, men would have been you know nine yeah, times yeah, yeah. more likely oh, yeah. to watch porn than a woman. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, we're you know, like we're pushing this for I women. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so now it's down to six. Well, it's still six times. Men are six <laughs> times more likely. And they tell us. That when men watch porn, it's different kinds of porn. Yeah. Women yep. want more relational stuff going yeah. on, yep. and also that um, that men um, men respond to porn differently than women. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. it's a different yeah, it's a different that thing. That is that all is. Right. Um, all right, I think. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to just say I was thinking about lust um, a little bit and how it kind of plays out differently for men and women, um, and the way that this might work for a woman is almost like the desire to be desired. Yes. Um, I saw, I, whatever, I like old movies, watched Alfred Hitchcock's To Catch a Thief, and the main woman, Grace Kelly, and it walks out um, to like meet the guy, and everybody's head turns. It's admiration. It's respect. Mm. Everybody, I mean, she's not dressed immodestly. She was beautiful. beautiful. Um, mm. But And every woman wants that. But so often we'll just settle for lust, right? Mm. I mean, we'll just settle for, yeah, sure, guys looking at me. It's not with admiration. It's not with respect. It's with lust. Mm. Um, And so I think that's like kind of where our temptation is almost playing into lust is like I kind of want to flirt with that. I want I want to maybe um, entertain the idea that other people are desiring me. That they're looking at. Yes, that that's the phrase that's Mm -hmm. often used that that men want and women want Want. to be wanted. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the phrase. Men want women want to be wanted and they do. But how about the. So while we're on this, yeah, yeah, go on. Can uh, can a woman lust with her eyes? Do women lust with their eyes? Well, certainly, yeah. but it tends to be a different setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for a man, all it takes is like one second. See that? Mm, yep. Whoa. Right? It's on. Yep. For a woman, it's generally more like there's mm-hmm. been a relationship develop, mm-hmm. and I'm liking things about him. And yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying <laughs> the humor, and with, and that yeah. can draw the woman in. Mm-hmm. But the Bible recognizes that there are women who have what is called what are, the Bible calls wanton eyes. Mm-hmm. Isaiah three yeah, sixteen talks right. about this woman with with wanton eyes. Yeah, so yeah. can a woman have that? Sure, a woman mm-hmm. can have that. That. Mm-hmm. But in most women, it's not anything the same as as men. Women are far more attracted to personality, let's say. So, for example, just mm-hmm. to prove that, mm-hmm. so let's say, let's say you're a mama. Well, you are a mama. A mama. You have three boys. We got three boys. Go They're ahead. little boys. They're little, not little. into any of this yet. No, right? thank the yeah, Lord Jesus. That's right. <laughs> so, may they never be boys. so. But suppose you had three boys and three girls. Mm-hmm. And they're all teenagers somehow. Oh, okay. You had them really close that's together. That's a lot of kids. Yeah, twins, twins, <laughs> and twins. All right. Okay. So, uh, and they're all going out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you had to talk to somebody about their immodesty, the way they're dressed that mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Who are you more likely to talk with, a girl or a boy? Uh, probably with one of the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, when has, when has anybody ever spoken mm-hmm. to a guy that I've heard about his immodesty? I'm not mm-hmm. saying guys can't yeah, be immodest, no, no, no. right? Yeah. Taking your shirt off because you have a great body and yeah. you're trying to show it off. Yeah. Or, yeah. But 
Um, Often I feel like what rock star, like Jason and I went to a show, whatever, judge me if you will, but All American Rejects, and we were shocked with what he even wore. Really? I mean, he was shirtless and some of the tightest pants we've uh-huh. ever seen and uh-huh. seemed high also, whatever. Uh-huh. He was also drenched in glitter and just was like, oh my, um, it, it that might be a, an example of male immodesty, yeah. right? I yeah. It could be a good example. Just too much. Yeah. So. Probably so. Yeah. So... Do you have another question for me? Yeah, I do. Um, what's the root issue? Can you talk to me about where where this goes? I like that. So there isn't one root issue. <laughs> of course, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, let's walk through it's them. That univariate, multivariate thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, roots have to go out, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, the Bible nowhere says this is the root mm-hmm. issue, and I don't yeah. think psychology does either. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on down there. So, yeah, what are yeah. some of the root issues? Well, rooted in people who walk around in skimpy stuff mm-hmm. might be mm-hmm. I want to be accepted by this group. Yeah, it might be yeah, a girl, and she wants to be mm-hmm. accepted by other girls, and they all dress that way. Yeah, that's or true. Or it might mm-hmm. be that I want guys to notice me. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another quote. Women are sometimes ignorant of the effect their bodies have mm-hmm. on the eyes and hearts of men. But for the mm-hmm. most part, if we're honest, we'll admit that we know exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We enjoy the attention of guys. As a pastor friend of ours once mm-hmm. remarked, quote, guys lust and girls want to be lusted after. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we all, we've, we've been we've talking, been talking about, about that. About that. Yep. It might mm-hmm. be that uh, what's, what's a root? It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's exciting to get dressed up in a racy, mm-hmm. edgy way, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. It might be, I, it makes me feel sexy, and I like that mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. And again, it might just be, well, I'm comfortable in that. But again, your comfort's not the issue. Their comfort mm-hmm. in your clothing is the issue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I get dressed for them. What's at the root of modesty? This might be more important. Submission mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Respect mm-hmm. for your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm, yes. Humility. Yeah. I'm not out to strut myself. I'm not out mm-hmm. to impress people. I don't need to put on big show. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing at the root is certainly going to be love, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to yeah, love other people. Yeah. And maybe another thing at the root, somebody won't like me adding this one to that great list, <laughs> is understanding men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Understanding the male psyche mm-hmm. and uh, what goes on in men. Mm-hmm. But love. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Yeah. I feel like you have to do heart work because, I. yeah, speaking of that Isaiah passage, those women, I mean, it goes on to list all of their attire. Yeah, their and it was tinkling still, yeah. things and their yeah. anklets and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But most, I mean, they had scarves still on their hair. And so it's like, wait a second, that was modest. But their huh. eyes were yeah. still wanton. And so you got to do the heart work first, I think, before, because I think you can still be immodest. And there's a woman in Proverbs, too, who's like... Um, drawing catching somebody with her eyelid her eyelids you know it's like oh mm-hmm. that means that it needs to be in my heart first and that and as you said earlier out of the heart overflows and so if there's that modesty um that i'm willing to be underneath of god's authority underneath of my husband's authority underneath of the church's authority mm. it's going to flow out of my heart in modesty yeah. Right. Amen. So that's going to be so got to do heart work address the heart before you dress the body right yeah that's what Amen. it is so so I think we've about covered things here because so we're running out of I'm time. Too, yeah, so, we, but I do want to say, yeah, I left? said this earlier, I want to point it out again. I hope you noticed that we're not talking legalism here. Like no, no, nobody no. gave – no rules. I saw a picture this week oh, while gosh. I'm just like researching <laughs> modesty and so on. And this is from the 1800s in Harper's Magazine. Okay. All so right. there's this picture – of like a woman's leg from about the knee down. She's oh, got a shoe man. on. <laughs> and then it had these lines at different points down her leg. Oh, and the man. lines were age graded. Like when you're 
when you're two, your dress can be this long. Ah, when you're three, it comes down. And, and by the time you're whatever, 20, it's down to your ankle. Okay. So they actually had that thing that wow. they would, I want you to notice we didn't, we don't have nope, that thing. Nope. We didn't do that. We're talking about what's in your heart and love and all the other things we yeah, talked about. Yep. Taylor, this has been wonderful. Really Agreed. enjoyed talking yeah, with you. Great. I want to read kind of a closing verse sure, from the Song of Songs, the mm, Song of good. Solomon. This is a cool verse. I think it fits. It's right. chapter two and verse seven. And uh, the Shulamite, the woman, says, mm. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, mm. by the gazelles or the does of the field, mm-hmm. that you not stir up or awaken mm-hmm. love. By that she means sexual love. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Until it pleases, meaning mm-hmm. until you're married. Yeah, until it's time. So don't be stirring it up. Mm-hmm. So that's part of this whole modesty thing is yeah. I don't want, I got a boyfriend. I need, don't need to stir this up. No, it's not right? time. We're trying to keep the lid on things till the right mm-hmm. time. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Steve. This was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed talking with you and getting to talk about this subject. I enjoyed it too. Thanks a lot. Here's what Sean and I do in the behind the sermons. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Oh, we all do, right. Uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. This is the Grounded Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us today. We come out twice a month. You can find us on all major platforms. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>